got a very interesting update on that process of balancing that happens within I'd say whenever I watch a video or I hear a specific quote um, I spoke about it that it's internal ba balancing not in the uh, aspect of the other one's quote being a certain way but going back to that there's a lot more that's been kind of revealed it's a very um it's very nature is straight up linked to the fact that whenever i hear something it then becomes a part of me naturally because it'll stay in the imagination um and it'll be in my reference base in my database or in my reference database in the mind because i've heard it so i now see that the, the whole balancing process that's been happening you know pausing the video or rebalancing certain things well not only is it not in relationship to the other person so um, this comes from the understanding that you you only know what you know at the, you only know what you know at the point in time that you know it um, so there's no should have known should have should have you know it doesn't even matter um, so that being well known is one but well, but slash and the other part that just kind of kicked in very, 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 very important is, again, ingesting it. Um, so as you ingest it, it becomes part of you. And then this, whether, and I seem to have like this momentum of this process happening because it's, a rebalancing within self of what's been acquired exteriorly. So instead of just letting it run on its own, you know, as if I would be listening passively and letting letting its understandings kind of seep in, now it's much more of an active, let me pause and balance what's being said in both compassion and wisdom. Because after that, I'm the one who's keeping this, uh, keeping this thought process, this view, this opinion, this assumption, uh, or this method of thinking, method of talking, method of being. So it is much more of an aspect of, okay, well, yeah, I, I understand how my processes work, what often influences me or what, you know, what in does and doesn't influence me and how it does and at this point i'm actively taking a hold of what's coming in and how it affects me in a way so that it's kind of like saying i'm much more aware of how what and how i learn and how you know the balancing process helps even further because you're not stuck or left with unbalanced type of ideas that would go into over compassion or over wisdom or would miss certain blind sides um, created you know by the language uh, separation type of blind sides aspect of things you know something that would that's not necessarily considered in the aspect of well what if i reflected that on me you know so upon doing that it's like it's much easier to you know stay in this aspect of how do you say balance yeah just balance you're not necessarily ingesting too much or you're not necessarily letting an ingestion of natural unbalancement 
you know, you kind of take active control of it. And it's not on the other person's fault because you already acknowledge. You only know what you know at, at the point that you do know it. So you don't know what you don't know at the point that you don't know it. Um, and you give that boon to yourself and everyone else, including, let's say, whatever content or media created this, um, let's say, balance session, you know, or moment of balance, uh, or of ugh, moment of regaining balance or moment of balancing, you find your own way. You find your own way of calling it, yet it's still a moment where you just kind of lay it down and go, okay, is this... Uh, does this bounce back well reflected upon me and then upon others um, in the aspect of would I want someone else to do the same thing or think the same thing about me or do the same thing to me, you know? Um, and then also kind of understand, okay, well, what's the context? How deep is the context? Can I, do I have more um, context in this aspect of things? Is there more granularity of context? You see, you begin to push a bit more into those questions to get an aspect of balance and not necessarily take um, anyone's opinion, in a sense, as a, staple, as a staple, you know, or as a, just something to, um, like, a direct reference within the mind. You know, you have multiple types of opinions and experience to take as references, so... Um, to evade that, you know, you do this kind of balance work as well. You understand more uh, perspectives and points of views on that very same subject, the one that may have been triggering, um, that triggered that whole balance state or balancing moment, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so it's really cool in that in that sense. Again, it adds another layer to this whole all is one. Uh, whatever you hear from another, you ingest it and you mimic a copy within your mind state. Uh, it's impressive. It truly is, you know? Uh, I like some of our freaking abilities, man. It's natural abilities. Just got to take time to pay, pay attention to them, look at the different states, and then just keep reiterating. Let it evolve continuously. It's really cool. I found a very interesting point when I was sketching certain character sketches and going a bit um, further into trying to ask, okay, what kind of character is that? And then sensing the character, hearing the character talk, seeing the character move based on a really loose sketch that I did while, you know, like at looking at it after completing it and just kind of go okay well a bit more of that why well this character is a bit more active much more energy you know um contradicting what i used to have as a stereotype for this kind of character and it's like aha okay so that's good uh and right then and there i just paused that dialogue that inner dialogue and just kind of wait wait a second i'm literally sensing a character's life essence while asking those questions like feeling it out, hearing it move uh, like an actor or literally like a living being and with the attitude that I'm shaping live. And it's like, wait a second, this shit is really surreal. You know, you're feeling a character, feeling slash creating, feeling out slash creating a character's life essence in the moment by asking those questions. And 
again, just paying more attention to the process and describing what you like creates that, creates that kind of understanding. This is super meta because there's the understanding, there's the action of literally doing this, there's the um, linked with the understanding is the aspect that, hey, I took this for granted for a long time because eventually it's again the focus was a lot on technique you know it was from the tryhard school of art <laughs> uh, but i had this flaring passion with the the goosebumps on certain soundtracks and ideas that came in mind and ideas for series so i was always kind of in a way, most of the time off track because I was, you know, running with the technical aspect, um, trying to be perfect, you know, from that background. Yet I learned a lot of technique. I was really hungry because of it. So I looked to a lot of material, did the whole self whipping thing, <laughs> literally jumped into the spikes. Uh, I did the whole thing and repeated over and over glutton for punishment, Dark Souls style. And I learned a lot from it. A lot of technical aspects are now just really ingrained within. I just, I'm at the point of refinement. And this is this whole back and forth that I'm learning. Um, yet now, that kind of, you know, the technical thinking stripped away from realizing this kind of stuff. Seeing this as much bigger than simply a sketch the entire internal process mind body and spirit which was forgotten for an amount of time because we didn't necessarily know how it all interfaces now bringing that into the fray wow it just makes it all amazing yeah took it for granted for a while but now it's like okay well i see it it's always been this amazing process of creating life essences playing around with that with essence of environment essence of motion music you know life this is why I'm keeping that book, Illusion of Life, by Disney. There's some very resonating artwork, process, life, understandings that I gotta take the time to read. <laughs> um, while funny enough, the rest can just go. The rest could literally go. Like, keeping the tablets, keeping the hard drives, but... The rest of the physical books, in a way, I, I mean, can just go. But yeah, like that process of seeking essence, creating essence, both at the same time. <sighs> that game, allowing a little bit, mm -hmm, always referring back to the initial objective, the initial essence, the core what was initially thought of or felt in the first place. Wow! And then just look at the multiple thought streams.
ideas, possibilities. You play. You play, you play, you play, feeling that essence to the degree of love and passion that you feel the highest in the moment, which will always increase. So you let it flow. Wow. I want to add as a note that that previous channeling, that last 5 minute 40, that was captured and created uh, basically by blinking my eyes in and out while looking at the drawing I was doing. So technique-wise, that happened and the understanding came from the technique. And, um, yeah, doing it that way also puts a higher strain. Because since I'm putting all the rams on the thoughts and a stream of ideas and, and you know, just downloading these pages and pages of understanding uh, to try to set it down and understand it coherently, um, it does cause, you know, a bit of a strain. <laughs> It's like overclocking. That's one of the cool things. Um, when you close your eyes, you're basically reducing your RAM separation, RAM of your hard drive. So your attention is not caught by whatever would kind of go on. Maybe sound, but even that you can master. But at least you'll have sight and whatever little distracting movement. So, at that point, you're able to put twice as more juice into receiving more blocks uh, of the understanding, uh, depending on the case. Yet, at the same time, you need to breathe heavier, because it's as if your brain needs more blood flowing. Yeah, something like that. Maybe a much more of a constant stream. Well, in my case, nose block issue. I gotta clear. But I do notice that it's pushing the breath further and further and further. Because the information just downpours. It's fantastic. But if I open my eyes, then depending on where I shift my look, there might be a slight percentage of RAM in that direction. So... And that takes away from the whole. So instead of overclocking, I'm losing a percentage. Because I'm multitasking now. With the senses. That's why, you know, if you're playing music for meditation, make sure it doesn't have lyrics. Because lyrics will take a percentage. Plus there's the subconscious um, openness that happens during your state. And depending on the lyrics, you don't necessarily want those ideas <laughs> or that kind of uh, language with assumptions in a way, you know, judgmental language or whatever. Depending on the lyrics, you don't necessarily want to let open up your subconscious and let that kind of set of things in. You're consciously choosing. So pro player it. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. I think, yeah, 
closing the eyes easily opens up the subconscious even further because you've tapped much more into again um I want to find a better term, but imagination, spirit, consciousness, um, all connectivity in a way, which is an interesting little paradox, or not, more connections, Uh, okay, well, Yeah, I'm going to leave that one hanging. A very cool development on this one. It just came out of nowhere. Um, I just randomly, again, this the little escapades through Twitter to post. But then, you know, you initially launch that and you get to see some of the stuff in the newsfeed. And what I've noticed is, again, a, what often happens, and it's not saying it's the entirety of the internet. I definitely want to make sure to say that it is not the entirety of the web. Yet, on first, you do get to see the drama on that feed because some of the people that you watch may just be retweeting stuff from other people or blah, 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 blah. Well, what I saw was a statue being, you know, just tore down by a protest group and then set on fire, saying that this this statue had an element that we did not like. We This statue had a, um, not even a symbol, it just represented to them something, so that they tore it down, and it got me thinking, like, one, fuck Twitter, I tried my best not to land on your fucking drama, um, but, <laughs> that in a cheeky, cheeky way, but it also got me to realize something really interesting from that very same situation, um, an object, Okay, an object was attributed a property to then cause a reaction and which led it to be destroyed. And I I say that in no specific way. When you understand, you know, you understand that objects or things or people do not necessarily have properties. Your mind filters it true. Your hard drive, your projector, your lens filters it true. So at that point it was kind of like Oh, right. That also applies to um, this kind of perception because I've went into the, the understanding of it in regards to people, situations and events. Yet that brought another lens of understanding when it comes to how people will apply properties from their mind, from their hard drive, from their lens to objects or whatever in order to then take action. Because... Again, going back to the statue, when you think about it, you really think about it, and you go further back to when it was actually created by the artist, you know, there was none of the implied intentions, and there was none of the applied descriptions in there. The artist just did the fucking job. <laughs> that's it, that's all, you know, of hundreds of years prior, which... If you if we'd bring that artist now, they'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> you know what's going on? Why is my statue being torn down by something I didn't even necessarily implement? You know, or for a reason I didn't necessarily implement? But that that on its own, that behavior, that habit, that 
just literally just adding a property to something, rallying a bunch of people under that property that was set, that descriptor that was set, that whatever is being described on, on whatever event, and then take actions for it, similarly to, it's too similar to what I explained in the, um, how we got played video, the aspect of your reactions just being played with. Well, it's a bit too similar to that and the elastic effect that was explained in that video. Um, meaning, okay, certain, it, this also applies to people because the, people, it's kind of like, ah, fuck it, let's go with the big words. People applying racism to certain people or masses of people. You know, it's another human applying their lens, their projector, their filter, you know, applying a property from that to someone else and then taking actions, wild actions, because general application or, or general labeling obviously is going to have misfires. It always does, because if you're going to do a general labeling of a group, then you're going to obviously pick, you know. Uh, dip into some of the exceptions without knowing but in your depending on the mindset you know again when it comes to social justice or groups like that they don't think that far (laughs) they don't they don't they don't think that far so you can kind of see how dangerous this kind of behavior becomes when it, it it it's just normal to just apply something like i think this statue is racist so let's tear it down you know it comes from the mind comes from all the rational reasoning that the mind and it's again the hard drive and every little pieces that it'll put including how it got again as i say how it can get hijacked slash imagination can get hijacked by various things your perception of reality can be hijacked by various other things so you know you meet someone else that's like oh yeah let's go tear this thing down or or brings up an idea like that and that can easily spread to multiple people without understanding okay well that value is always set from the mind the object itself does not have any properties aside from the one that i put onto it and aside from examples like that you can also go into um other life situations where you would put again a descriptor a property on something which didn't necessarily have it hey some some of the things that ah, crap and it all kind of blends too because it's all part of this aspect of the being the mind and not the mind so cooperating with the mind but it's kind of like you trying to take on the task and saying oh it's already hard it's, you know, you didn't even tackle on the task, but you already added a property of saying that it's hard. It's really difficult. It is hard to make. So as you go into it, you're already pre-programming your mindset. It's the same damn thing with the statue. The statue doesn't have any kind of property on its own. It's just a statue that was created by an artist. And yes, the artist puts out their intentions, which you'll never fully entirely know or feel because it's during the work that it's being done words paragraphs could be said afterward yet it's the feeling in the moment that's the actual just yeah let me just put that intention in there 
yet to have someone else just randomly pop up it's kind of like uh, there you go it's kind of like fan theories in a way you can make a, an interesting little cross to that there's your original artist's intention but then there's someone else from their hard drive their lens their projection their perspective slash imagination as well if uh, depending on whether it be hijacked or not it's it doesn't really matter well that other person's pulling their fan theory their ideas of a canon you know and yes it's a thing that you know we can all do it's a natural thing that we can all do at our advantage or disadvantage we just kind of have to be careful when it comes to spreading that in regards to um well spreading that or just its impact yeah spreading that in in its impact onto others so again it's never truly about being anal or 100 percent perfect on this but it's just kind of understanding your own um, impact on others in that sense and also not fucking yourself over because if you're going to get into the habit of you know let me just create a property for something and then just go at it and act out of reaction too because the property was set by the mind which then caused a reaction of just okay this is that yes all right let's take it down <laughs> you know it, it, it's how you don't necessarily want to fuck yourself over and also not necessarily you know just letting yourself letting yourself wildly reacting without your process without your further understanding of the 10 steps ahead or just you know, not being your mind, but what it does to your mind, like the reper, the results, I should say, not necessarily repercussions. There are repercussions, but the word in a way is a bit too finger pointy. It's kind of like in those, in this specific case, or just cases like that, not this one specifically, but cases like that, where you kind of make a mistake by just not knowing and how cryptic some of this shit is. It's like, well, I'd rather not be finger pointy because it's, even if it feels, um, and it didn't rile me up, but even if it feels like it, it leads to a counter rile up, again, not falling for the reacting to the reaction, well, it's still people stuck in the mind, impacting themselves and others. So it's not a thing about, oh, they should have, no, there's no should have, or, oh, they shouldn't, no, it just happened. But this is a very interesting little bits and piece that happen to notice when it comes to the mind and its properties and how it sets properties or descriptions and then you know the mind leading to its own issues <laughs> in a different way you know and this time by adding properties onto other other objects <laughs> or people in, in such a way it's it's actually kind of funny when you look at it it's like ah you you have this label now i must react <laughs> and it's like okay but you've just placed the label without necessarily knowing you know, it's kind of funny when you look at it this way. Uh, give it a year or so and it's just going to dismiss, dispatch. So, yeah. Now I got to watch out for Twitter, some more Twitter. Or just take take things like this in a funny, gleeful stride. It's just getting to a point or taking things like this, you know, not necessarily evading Twitter like the plague or any kind of social media like the plague. Yet, taking things like this in stride... 
while also understanding, yo, I can just evade that. Because eventually it just becomes a mind against the mind against the mind. Now it's just kind of like this aspect of fine-tuning. Okay, in this conflict of the mind, what specific specific general factor or pitfall is in there? Oh, right, there. There we go. You know? (laughs) It's just fine-tuning at this point. And not necessarily doing it out of, you know... um, uh, glee in a way it's just noticing these behaviors and habits and kind of helping out people just uh, being careful of these trap holes because ultimately they'll they're dealing with it themselves they'll uh, or in a way how do i say this they're the only one that are going to be dealing with the consequences and results of their actions is just helping, well, them and the people they indirectly impact with that 50-50 chance of the elastic just springing right back. Um, but, okay. They're, um, yeah, they're practically the only one as well as the one, and it's this aspect of, you know, just trying to spot these habits, these behaviors, and just flushing it out a bit. Just fleshing it out a bit. And hey, like I said, one to two years, this shit is kind of gone, you know? It becomes a bit more obvious of, hey, I wouldn't want to be placed a, a label onto me without my approval and then have someone act upon me based on that label, which I didn't necessarily approve. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's like going back to high school bully. Yo, fuck off, bully. I didn't, I didn't approve that label. You just gave me that label out of nowhere. I wouldn't want to prove that before. This is practically the exact same thing. <laughs> Alright. This particular nugget I'm running because it's a possible little experiment I want to play with. It's basically been realizing that um, after sleep, your initial wake-up state is like the blank state of consciousness in a way. Like there's no opinion, there's no definitions there's nothing you just kind of wake up and it's a very interesting state to look at especially when you kind of go back a few steps back into sleep and you realize that dreams oftentimes well oftentimes slash all the times in those moment your state of consciousness is direct on the fly and instinctual so it's kind of putting this in juxtaposition with your current state you know just listening to this or normally talking about something or just the wake state um where at times there may be a couple of pauses to think about certain things or to evaluate the situation or to look um, at your surroundings yet in the dream state it is beat per beat on the fly just act um and it's not necessarily reacting it feels because it doesn't necessarily feel like you're reacting on the fly it feels more so like this aspect of just like flow state you're responding on the fly with instinct so you're discovering and responding discovering and responding on the fly on instinct and at times you're straight up pre-paving what you're going to encounter in a dream when you reach that lucid lucid dream state because you already tell yourself i know i'm in a dream so i might as well control it 
um, and you're able to pull that off. But it's been kind of interesting just to notice that state in consciousness in a dream state and then the change that happens when you step out. And I do want to look just a bit more into that because, you know, it always kind of comes from you, two different parts of you, one being soul, the other one being mind. But it's noticing those two different states and seeing what is there quote-unquote meaning from what i can gather and this is why it's a bit uh, unorthodox here from what i can gather especially when looking back at richard hawkins um no david hawkins book um letting go the power of letting go and then power versus force well you look at the top states of consciousness where yes there's enlightenment but then there's joy there's uh, passion and you notice that one of the few you know some of the reasons why state of consciousness doesn't necessarily remain that high is mostly because whatever's been ingested in the hard drive as a belief is roaming around so you can't really get into passion state if you have an old belief about yourself or anyone else that's a negative belief would be better to say yeah like if you have a disempowering or negative belief um and during a conscious state you know as said you can just get your imagination kind of hijacked to have those beliefs or some of those types of beliefs pop up which would cause distraction throughout the day because as said if i send you a news about something that you weren't you know had no context about weren't necessarily evolved but I make it dramatic enough, it's going to be a, a thought that will stay in your consciousness, in your mind. And then throughout the day, it may just get re-triggered by a link of thoughts or ideas that are nearby or similar by. Or we're kind of um, brought up next to XYZ news. So understanding that, you go back to the whole aspect of the dream state and you kind of understand, yeah, you're... Yes, you're getting a reflection of what's going on in the mind if you're not in a lucid dream. Yet, the state that you're in is like the state of pure consciousness. It's kind of like acceptance of what's there. There, um, There's no chain of thought. It's basically, okay, this is that, let's just take care of it. Um, or this is what's happening now. See what I mean? It's not... You don't necessarily have, unless the dream is specifically triggered by a memory or something that's been kind of roaming on in the mind. You don't necessarily get wrapped into that lower negative states of consciousness when you're in a dream. And even at that state, to a certain degree. You can even test it out by looking and kind of like... Um, playing out with this state prior to going to bed because it's this it's a very similar state as you're about to um prior to going to bed prior to going to sleep you know as you're about to shut your eyes off there's a there's a window of time there's a small window when you're about to hit that point and you can kind of feel it's not drowsiness it's not um man this is tricky to explain because it Again, you're about to fall to bed, but it's as if you're you're not necessarily thinking 
about anything else. It's just something that kind of happens or comes up. So, something to look about, something to think about. Just those different states, and then possibly having a practical application for that blank state. Well, that consciousness state, unhindered state, prior. You know, finding ways to yeah, just setting yourself back into that state. Because you, again, it's all this aspect of practicality. Do I naturally want to get bothered by random stuff that I have absolutely no impact um, on in a way? Or better said, and again, it all comes from this aspect of am I learning from something to which I don't necessarily have the momentum of, of context um, and thoughts? You know, do am I going to learn that? Well, not not really. Um, this is why you know you gain so much more from inner introspective than random gossip. And that being said, okay, so if I understand that whatever I kind of ingest leads a specific pattern of thought, and that stays in this aspect of um, my state throughout the day, you know, whatever kind of takes me away from that pure positive passion state well and especially in the aspect of you know if it's a non-unitarian type of deal where it's again another uh, conflict of the mind you know whatever rule sets ones or zeros in the mind is causing whatever issue that's being fought then you know you can clean that up do that internal cleaning and then stick back to that awesome pleasant state it's a very interesting thing to kind of look at um and you know kind of deconstruct play with especially in this aspect of the mind that that one you know the pre-sleep state the sleep state all of that and then just noticing the difference between the what feels as well mood wise between those two states um, how you direct it how you arc it very interesting key here is to pay attention to the phrasing I'm about to bring and the way it feels within when repeated. Something quite big I kind of noticed. So I started jumping into meditation after having a, you know, kind of a long walk to my hometown. Uh, and something kind of came up this idea that. You know, the hours that I spend on meditation are tenfolds more the hours, tenfolds up to a hundredfolds more the hours um, that I've sp spent on video games in the aspect of how enriching they are, like tenfold, hundred hours folds. Um, and each and every of those hours, just Again, hundredfolds any hours in a video game. So the knowledge, the richness that comes through, the understandings, the growth, the direct growth. And the direct use of that growth to acquire even, you know, more growth to continue that momentum. But all in the aspect of playful, natural, free-flowing, and, you know, instinctive, fun. And... there came something that just hit
I reflected upon that, and then I started reflecting upon the earlier during the day. And I asked myself around that point, because this is, let's say it's two right now, it's a really good point to have a revision of yourself, because you're learning so much being outside of the video game aspect of it. You're learning up to a point where you're going much more into a unitarian vision and wholesome um, wholeness, you know, in an aspect of things. And you're, you know, you're growing, you're learning. So you might as well look back to the beginning of the day and here, pay attention to the phrasing that happened and how I, I changed it. Might as well pay attention, to go back to the beginning of the day and see where you may have diverted from the path. Pause. Then I kind of went, well, wait. Let me take that again. Where the hard drive took over because I didn't consciously choose whenever I would slip. Not naturally. Not to my initial intentions. Yet... I did not enforce it. So why use that terminology? And things internally just kind of shifted because I did divert, but at the same time, I didn't consciously choose it. If, you know, depending on whatever event happens through the introspection that will happen of the, let's say, the half-day introspection. So... There's an emotional change that happens upon the 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 phrase being changed, the terminologies being changed. Because initially it felt quite accusatory towards self. You have where you have diverted from it. It's kind of like saying you manually did. It happened, which which kind of brings on another feeling when you say it happens less finger pointy it goes back to neutral and it goes back outside the ego pointing at itself or attempting to and man the ego the mind trying to point back at itself but forgetting the whole mind body spirit trio aspect of it and pointing at itself with its own rule sets and like uh, you know value of uh, kind of like saying value of neatness it needs to be to this tier to this level to this point so divert from the path well completely divert from the path if be, because you weren't at this point you know that kind of mental behavior <laughs> wiped out right in that moment because it's like yeah i noticed the terminology i kind of noticed what feeling it gave at first and also and then kind of went back wait a second even doing this meditation i noticed the mind at times will butt in and will have those terms or those terms are so used that they're embedded in the inner dialogue and at that point noticing this is a big key because you can just take away that kind of a little habit of jab at oneself for no fucking reason for not knowing what you don't know oh wow 
you know, and it's like you're supposed to know that, you're supposed to know each and every little nuances that is continuously being learned as life progresses and creates new things, which will create new granu- even more granular factor to take into consideration. Oh yeah, yeah, but it gets to a point where you know it gets you you get a general sense of it all. It's just really funny that the mind kind of went on that little path early on, you know. But yeah, you learn what you learn at the time that you learn it. Um, you look at the emotional change that the change that the change of terminology and phrasing does, and notice one is very accusatory and a bit more aspect of separation. The other one is just these are natural events. Let's refine. Always fine tuning. Always fine tuning. Always fine tuning even better. And also remembering. It's the hard drive. It's the fucking hard drive. So you kind of go, okay, well, the hard drive either jabs at itself for its own rule set, or I got to come in and say, wait, wait, such things happen. Let's look at where you, hard drive, have picked up and where I need to step in and say, okay, this is my challenge. Let's just take care of this. When did I go on autopilot or when did I feel I went on autopilot? And then guess what? Deeper questions begin to be asked from that point. Because you kind of start asking, okay, well, what does autopilot feel like? Okay, what does totally being in tune and in control feel like? Uh, Ballpark, um, first try, because you always want to go with the first try. Always. Because that's the base point from which you'll evolve and expand your idea. So ballpark fully in control and in command would be an interest being on a consistent stream of thought or on an idea for a continuous succession of time as well as multiple subject hopping all joining back to the main subject one way um that's one two uh, which could also be resumed as, you know, being completely in focus and present um, when paying attention to what you're currently doing, you know, uh, up to a point where you enjoy even more of the nuances that you discover throughout the activity. You, it becomes much more of a uh, an pleasant exploration of what else is fun about XYZ situation and how you can make it even more fun. Because at that point, your attention is fully focused on that, which just multiplies everything that's kind of created with much more ease. You know, you won't feel, oh man, this is difficult to do, this is a a trudge. No, you're free-flowing, you're having fun, you're always in that mode where it's, okay, creating, creating, creating. So you're not in that rut time passes way more fast in a way but at the same time slow too paradoxically depending on the way that the nuances that you kind of look into that sentence meaning you could be enjoying things so much that you're paying so much attention to the details and nuances that things would feel like in slow motion but at the same time you might think it it is in slow motion, but time passed so fast, and it's already the end of the day. So, you know, it's linear time versus multi, multi-time time. Um, yeah, wow. Multi, multi-time, multi multi-dimensional time, multiple space 
time. Maybe. I'm not exactly sure. I don't necessarily um, look into that entirely. But hey, that'll be quite interesting to look into. But yeah, you get quite a shift of thought and idea at that point. The momentum's interesting and you basically have much more of an understanding of the inner world as well, which kind of helps you fine-tune to your pleasure as well, which, again, creates this crazy-ass epic momentum of just continual learning and discovering and accepting and allowing and playing with. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's kind of like it's simple, yet there's complexity to it. Um, and it takes an amount of focus and also trial and error because sometimes I think it happened a couple of times where I just completely derailed into forgetting um, because the stream of thought just kind of went so fast and I had to focus on so many ideas at the same time or so many mini concepts it introduced or many streams of ideas that it was just a bit too tricky, you know, it's like I pushed over the limit and it was like, ah, okay, happens, now I see where I can, how far I go, next time, next time, like play Tetris, you know, next time, next run, let's do this, um, so it's a bit like that, I, I feel it a bit like that at this point, um, and I'm grateful, completely grateful for it it's fucking cool it truly fucking is it's just getting used to dealing with many subjects at the same time that's um you know the current point i am at as well as other things of course but this seems to be what i'm kind of um targeting right now and feeling my way towards not necessarily cautiously targeting it but I can. It's like you see so many things leading to a specific path or a specific type of um, mechanism or technique that works with you, that works with your flow. So for me, that feels like that. It could be different for anyone else. It's always a never or ever changing thing because you're always creating that next level as you're going into. It's just... You gotta be surprised at next level or next area of discovery. You just kind of have to be surprised at how fast this shit goes. Because <sighs> yeah, it's practically an everyday thing, and it feels like these kind of blurbs become um, as casual as talking about breakfast. <laughs> it it really gets to this point where it's like, huh. Um, you receive so many because you set many of them up because you're curious about, you know, your life and going a tad bit deeper into your understandings and meanings. So the more you do it, the deeper you go, the deeper you go, the more you find, the more you find, the more nuances and pleasantry that you kind of, um, love, play, play with, discover, balance, accept and balance, I should say. And that becomes much more of a focus than, you know, drama or some kind of gossip or whatever. Because you don't grow from that, you know what I mean? So, 
kind of happens quite fast too where the inner work and also the aspect of giving out all is one so you'll see it all kind of ties into it well that becomes a much more of a priority (laughs) or much more uh, priority is not necessarily the right word for it it isn't it is and it isn't, um, but you have just you just have so much more fun doing that, especially discovering. And it kind of becomes a bit of a no contest. I'm kind of shocked at it. Yeah, like I feel. Uh, Again, over video games, over TV, over movies, over YouTube. Because it's like... And it's not... Again, like in the video, it's high ground, moral high ground versus not fucking yourself over. It is literally not fucking yourself over in this universal aspect. As in, oh my god, that opens so many gateways. Any aspect of... Understanding, if I fuck over someone, I'm still fucking myself over in the way where if I act bad towards someone, uh, bad being any type of actions I would not like to receive. Well, karma's always there. Uh, meaning, you know, it, it, it's just basic general understanding of the kind of karma that it kind of builds, meaning your name is attached to that action and that knowing. Um, You reproduce that in your mind and there may be feelings of justification or not, but it is still a path or a pattern in the mind present there without necessarily your conscious choosing until you choose to stop and remove it, you know, because that's not you. And you kind of hurt yourself. Again, the patterns, just the patterns repeating themselves is you hurting yourself because all of it kind of drags you along. Um, That's why, you know, revenge patterns, hate patterns, um, uh, not showing any kind of forgiveness, you know, or holding resentment. That is just you dooming yourself. Um, the, The inner pattern, that's the karma. The inner pattern and the inner thought pattern, as well as the inner set of reactions that you don't necessarily choose, those repeating, taking your attention away from what you want to do and create for your life, for, from choosing what you want to do uh, for yourself, what feels great, what feels pleasant, what, what takes you away from focusing on what you love or even knowing it, okay? That... It's taking time from that. If you haven't valued the time that this gives, that these things have and mean to you, it's like saying, okay, I don't know what makes me happy in life, so it's someone else's fault. No, it's, you know, that's the trap that we kind of got indirectly indoctrinated into. It ain't someone else's fault. You just kind of learn to react to someone else's reaction. Or to even pay attention to it. Because initially, that's how you were disciplined. Thing is, the system never really considered what what kind of habits and behaviors that create. 
just like not giving that much of a fuck about what you like and paying more attention to whatever kind of gossip is happening out there feeling as if it even comes close to anything that is relatively enriching to you you know uh, at the core so and again shit we didn't choose and shit our parents didn't choose so it's natural evolution of it all (laughs) just realizing it and seeing it and laying it on the table is like oh shit okay fuck awesome yeah because it's there you can now see it understand the, the general pattern and then whenever you kind of see something similar popping up within you clean it up but of course you don't fall into the, those traps anything that you hold against another you hold against yourself that's well you hold it within yourself um, it comes from within you're the one feeling it so that's the karma that just fucks with you over and over and over until you clean it up uh, ultimately understanding how you're part of the all and that whole mechanic which becomes much more obvious after a while it's just we weren't really taught that to begin with so it's not felt as a common thing but you can always do visualizations to play with that that idea what if you felt it much earlier on new game plus that shit and feel fantastic about it because it's quite a change it is quite a change when you ask yourself, okay, well, hey, let's say on an offshoot, special OVA type of different spin-off movie of your life. You can't be that dramatic. Maybe you can say, hey, and just fucking switch it in the timeline. I don't care. You can do that. Your choice. Um, it's all to the individual. You just go back and say, hey. What if I fucking knew I wasn't my brain when I was a kid? What would be different? And then you reboot New Game Plus. <laughs> and play with that visualization. Play with altering some of those key events in your timeline. Play with that. And up to a point where it becomes um, familiar. And... You'll see, something's quite interesting. Really, really interesting. Your your perception of things. You're much more calmer about things. Because you chose to respond instead of react at those events. difference is, when you respond, you pause and you look at the multiple possibilities of interpretations. General context. But you don't assume them as 100% fact and true because you understand the granularity of the context and experience within the other person's life is equal to yours. So you'll never have the same best friends in the same high school at the same time or see the same event from the same angle with the same temperature felt with the same clothing and the same distance of the wind. You can go that granular to have your brain literally detach from the ego and say okay yeah everyone's granularity of experience is like a grain of sand on the beach you'll never find the same or or you know even better the snowflake aspect of it all different so the habit of trying to assume it'll take a huge hit You might have to hammer this one a couple of more times, but 
whatever it takes the time it takes and you play you'll see you'll get really good at this it'll become a non-issue after a while and you'll just okay granularity so i'm not going to assume so at that point here are all the possibility of context fully understanding going back to self as well unitarian that you don't know what you don't know at the time that you don't know and you also wouldn't apply to things that you would cautiously ask yourself if would i want someone else to do that to me if you were to understand that earlier which oftentimes parents did not know or did not know to a higher level of granularity which is all right we all know we all the evolution of things right so we all know how evolution happens enough things happen to or enough specific events happen for people to ask questions up to a point where a person will ask a question and then also ask the follow-up question and how what would it be like if this was fixed or if we had a solution how would it feel if we had a solution what would a full solution feel like you see instead of asking why 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 is this happening the second question the follow-up question is the one that leads people to ask and do you know multiple tests multiple ideas being thrown in brainstorming and that's how evolution starts happening it just takes a while to do it consciously because we didn't necessarily understand all this stuff about the mind and the subconscious not on a widespread base and it's again not everyone had it it's not one ethnicity that had it again we're not playing this game of separation you're not a newbie you're on the podcast <laughs> but the aspect of separation um we're we're not dealing with this anymore it's everyone every nation every ethnicities have you know a bit of this aspect of being stuck in the mind and that happens again many times it's tricky to one know or be lucky enough to have it all synchronistically happen <laughs> literally um especially when you don't fucking believe you know after being kicked not being kicked out of religion but you know the elastic band effect so getting a bit scorn ish at religion after noticing what was going on within but no you begin to learn a lot more about that everything that's been created um, even religion you know all part of one it's all saying the same thing in different terminologies the the feeling aspect of it and that's the key that's why metaphors really come to help people um, understand these theories the feeling is the key because we all communicate through feeling we all have this connection true feeling remember <laughs> two specific kind of feeling passion love and various degrees in that zone you know in playfulness that little thrill of the goosebumps that's just fun thrill um i don't necessarily have enough words but around that zone or the feeling of separation which is whatever separates you from yourself and everyone else any kind of thoughts or actions and you'll feel it various degrees even if you insult yourself or you insult someone else or you have a shitty or negative visualization about yourself or someone else it's all the same feeling different variations so very cool guiding system i got to say and i got to thank 
Abraham Hicks, um, David Hawkins, even Tony Robbins in that sense, for various perspectives on this. Also got to thank the yogic science as well, too. Got to thank the East, too. Because then you're able to kind of spot whenever you separate from yourself and everyone else and understand, oh, wait, that's just the mind, the hard drive, the brain, the lens, the projector. That's just it seeing separation. Thus, it considers itself an identity, a thing. Your brain, you ain't a thing. The soul, well, not without the body and the soul. And you're not at the helms. You're not in control. So it's understanding that autopilot. When when that autopilot kind of kicks in. And just not beat yourself up. Just notice. Use terms to, you know, be a bit more friendly with yourself and with the brain. It tries its best. You don't kill the ego. You become his best friend so that the autopilot co-op that happens is smooth and easy like an awesome beat-em-up with an ai partner that just rocks and you guys like do cool double team moves quite often okay compared to if you just let the ai run on its own and it just gets itself in, in holes because it's like, oh, shit, there's trap of the mind here, trap of the mind here, trap of the mind here. And you're like, dude, let's just go on. No, here, you you want to complete this thing. It's over there. Yeah, just just go on. Your objective is right here. Trap of the mind, trap of the mind. Oh, shit, a negative belief about myself, trap of the mind. You know, it gets stuck in potholes and, and just kind of just loses HP and l- slows the game down. And you're like, no, mind, no, AI, no. Mm. Well, instead coolest part is this is part of our human system well we can just teach that ai don't be a douche and just teach it (laughs) be its own best friend be your own best friend be your own brother be your own parent be your best parent your own best parent your own best brother your own best friend your own best sister your own best kinship your own best pack you know (laughs) uh and i i'm laughing because it's like uh, when I said pack, it reminded me, well, wait, there is a technique of visualization about Council of the Mind from Napoleon Hill. Let's make a 2020 version. The pack. Wolf pack. NWO. That's going a bit too far, but it's just, you play with it. You play with it. I like playing with this kind of stuff. So, you know, the pack thing, I might keep it for myself or just play with it. Or maybe not. I might scrap it for something else. The Mavericks. <laughs> the, just just playing with this. You know, you, you play with it. You you change and, and go as you feel and desire. You let it evolve with yourself. And you allow yourself to be 100% playful and see the discoveries that you do in a moment. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful because now that becomes your internal dialogue instead of the quick, quick, snap, snap movie television dialogue, which often just shits on each other for comedy factor, which is, again, it's not their fault. It's entertainment. It's written for entertainment. So it's... And it's people doing what they love doing. So, again, you see non-duality is your best friend. This is where you can kind of see this split earth theory. Um, 
And I'm talking about a different kind of splitter theory in the aspect of, well, maybe you can believe it's all been a large conspiracy of people dominating at the top. But you can also see, well, it's just humans not knowing how it's just human evolving. Because you don't know what you don't know. And you're always continuously evolving your level of thoughts. And we, as a mass, it takes time. As individuals, you can do it quite fast. Remember Buddha Boy? Apparently this guy just enlightenment at 21 in seven months. And that's like, holy shit, yeah, that's cool. Retreated in a mountain, I think, and meditated. I'm just thinking. I haven't read the entire story, but just the fact, you know, this young... Boom, enlightenment, true, just practice and dedication. Seven months or so. That's awesome. It's amazing. Hell, just this, again, we're finding, we're evolving. We're, we're growing continuously. So, to understand that on a global aspect has you enter a level of oneness where all is un- all is understood to have led to this point in time and that becomes more and more apparent in your focus throughout the day you start noticing how one thing changes to another how uh, one idea leads to another how one inspiration leads to another and that process you know flows in between everything that you do and you pay attention to that includes your body your thoughts your environment your ideas for projects your ideas for life and everything it kind of just flows the process kind of just flows in between all those ideas but the more you understand about yourself and the more you've been true these various subjects, the faster it goes. Because it's like, I've already been through this. I've already fought up around that subject to a, to a certain level. There's always going to be more levels. Yet still, you're able to tap into that specific level at higher space, face, or uh, at higher pace and speed. Um, so you processing this idea, this area is... Again, much faster, and your thought speed becomes much faster on that. That combined with various other things to which you've already practiced a very similar kind of inner working and inner knowing aspects of it in a playful discovery and joyous fun, you know, because it's like, holy shit, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Um, Because mostly it's been the mind that had most of this data, so now you're peeking into it and just scratching it, scratching the surface to kind of go, oh, right. So you assume this 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 based on this memory and what's commonly blah 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 but that's the mind again remember how granular that shit is you could have been born in a different country it could have been a whole different thing so it becomes much more um easier to toss that kind of stuff aside those kind of blockers aside and have a dedicated focus on what's fun and playful about in life All on your own, through your own will and power, and notice the momentum of awesome creation it does. <laughs> because you've taken the time to be in control of your own reactions and thoughts. You know, you didn't let the hard drive fall into the pits. It gives you, like, again, uh, an epic beat em up experience. 
um, also has you understanding that hey, you were you were always in control. You just didn't necessarily know how. You know, some kind of um, the how being the intricacy and the separation between mind, body, and soul, and understanding how it all kind of connects and different languages that they have in a way, quote unquote. And also, which kind of perimeters they they work on. Admittingly, when it comes to soul, works for the infinity, which is something you'll have to grasp your mind around to a certain degree. <laughs> you'll have to get used to it, but it it kind of gets easy. You you get playful and fun about it. But when it comes to the mind, your your base is whatever experiences you had, as well as that also includes whatever you ingested. Um, Content-wise, you know. So, your environment influences that. Whatever you listen to influences that and such. Which kind of gives you an interesting map of what you may have. I say may because you may have changed as well, naturally. You know, you. there are times where there were conscious choices at times during, you know, not necessarily needing to be during um, crises, which... That is also another point where um, you're forced to change. Life literally kind of goes, okay, are you going to continue this mid-dad? You know, do you continue... <laughs> do you continue to want that? You know, eventually at one point you just get to, to a point where you, it's just pushing you. You just get that push. Um, and you make that... Well, you, you kind of have to make that choice. It's kind of like, huh... It's an interesting situation to think about when you notice, well, uh, that's a meditation for another time because you'd have to look at split timelines within your life and kind of understand, yeah, getting to this understanding of what's going on within your brain was worth it. You know, getting this aspect of full control of yourself was worth it. So you'll ultimately get that option, but you'll, <laughs> but just seeing and feeling what would have happened is still an interesting experience. You can just change those. You can just kind of peek and play with those parallel timelines. You'll still get the feeling boon or the experience boon, as well as um, the granularity of the possibilities there, in a way. And that's the coolest thing. You'll you'll visualize it. You'll kind of imagine it, but you'll summon it. You'll create it. You'll form it. You'll um, you'll kind of you'll feel it definitely, but it's it's an interesting thing because all of that's kind of happening at the same time as you peeking it or into it so again quantum physics kind of brings in the multiple parallel reality aspects of it um hinduism in a way uh when it comes to sadhus they talk about that um vadim zeeland reality transurfing really interesting when it comes to that and i need to kind of get myself up to date with the raw material and Ramdas as well because they both speak about these kind of ideas and it's interesting because again the fact that you feel it and you collect the experience from it is uh, it's no pushover this is like uh, sometimes I kind of want to poke myself to do to, to realize that shit more often you know not take it for granted this amazing ability that we have uh, just the aspect that you can create like that. 
um, and play with that like a virtual gym in a sense. That's fucking cool. You know, and retain the experience, create out of that um, life size things, plans, gifts, projects. <laughs> you know, it's like fucking cool. You know, you, you realize the potential of this stuff and yourself. Like, definitely, it, it's. It's a mix of both. It's a mix of it all. Yeah, like the, the the potential of this ability that you have, and thus realizing the potential that you have within yourself, is like, yeah. And all that needs is my focus. Holy shit! <laughs> it's like it's super fucking cool, you know. And what's even cooler is we're we're at an age where it's like this information or just this ability in general, it's free. Now, the value that you're going to pay for in relationship to that is more perspectives and angles on that very same thing in order to understand, you know, build more techniques or have a deeper understanding of it and that's definitely well understanding you can push it's not it's not even pushing yourself it's kind of like because pushing feels a bit too aggressive of a term for something that feels a bit more natural it becomes much more natural. At first, it might feel like a slight push because you're literally going against your um, behavioral flow, you know, the autopilot. Yet, after a while, it just becomes natural. So, it, again, it's not like, it doesn't necessarily feel like a, a push. Maybe the initial start, but, you know, you, you get that rolling start and watch how things kind of just simply line up with that aspect of focus so it's you know definitely worth the time to just consider dropping the phone for an amount of time and of course that's all part of the balance like you balance whatever kind of works for you if it's closing off notifications well do it you know um if it's kind of remembering what you want to accomplish and then having a memento of that to just remind yourself to take the time, uh, keep that in your room or around the place, you know, or even on your phone. So whenever a notification would pop up, you would also get like the, the doubling down of, Hey, also remember this. So if you're going to get distracted, remember this as well, because who knows, you might be able to bind the idea or bind the imagery to the distraction itself. And interestingly enough, your subconscious is still going to work on both ideas slower because you know your thought streams and thought and pool of thought streams are not all in yet again part of the balance sometimes you want to relax so it's kind of like at times when you go play a game or go relax and sometimes the idea just comes in well that's part of the other balance maybe you're too into it you know if it becomes a need then 
you know, you feel this aspect of separation and you're like, okay, well, I can't let it float and I can't necessarily let the idea evolve itself if it becomes a need or, you know, if I need to complete it now, if I need to do this this specific way. Um, but you begin to balance that stuff a bit more, you know, you let it be. Uh, same with certain issues that you might be bumping into and you might want to uh, clear up but you know this idea I want to do this by tonight nah again that's the mind picking picking up putting deadlines putting needs and expectations um, because at the it's putting its ones and zeros so as soon as you don't hit one of the two or you hit one of the two it'll res it'll react instead of responding um, usually you'd work with a bit of a leeway it all does depend on the context and situation yet oftentimes you've got time you'll always 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 grow and get better and discover more within how deep does rabbit hole go infinity <laughs> because you'll always discover new things not only within yourself but around the world and then there's deeper and richer nuances about it so your pool for creativity and discovery within self as well as discovery of the inspirations and various other creative habits within well that becomes um unlimited and continuous with continuous refinement so upon understanding that you kind of loosen you you dramatically loosen up Cause it's like, oh right, it's infinite to the point and degree I pay attention to the growth, you know, that's happening at each and every point and each and every possibilities. You loosen up, okay? Maybe I need to do it tonight, or maybe the next morning. Um, I might encounter something, a thought, an idea that'll just pick things up as synchronicities if I just leave it sleeping for the night in a way. Or for a week and you'll see naturally it just kind of resolves itself which is super cool <laughs> you know you don't make it a need you don't make it a must and then out of nowhere oh shit okay that was the answer interesting didn't really expect that i just wrote it in the journal forget about that huh. amazing <laughs> so you know that kind of stuff because of word more apparent and because it's much more of a natural momentum. Like, again, easy, 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 and natural. And it all kind of just makes sense. So, huh, wow. Neat, 2020. I don't need to add more to that, man. This is like my resting time. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Also got to get back to the drawing aspect of things, you know. Remember the initial start of this thing? Of this bit? Oh, man. But life is fun like that. And it's fun to share as well, you know. Uh, feel free and fully understand that you'll have... You'll all have a different experience depending on the granularity um, of your lives. You know, the individual granularities of your lives. Yet, there's certain general kind of things about these concepts that we all kind of share not to the possibly not well possibly and most definitely not to the same degree and same balances yet it always kind of comes back to this aspect of you're not your mind 
um, and fully understanding you don't know what you don't know but in the same thing goes to everyone else and also whatever action or thought you send out how would you feel if someone else sent the same thing to you with the same amount or lack of context on you you know it, it all kind of just floats in that just unitarian understanding the rest is just you refleshing the hard drive and just taking over this thing and going you know what we're gonna co-op because i know how to play this game now i know my controls imagination baby the ultimate tool its name doesn't do it justice but that's its you know western name <laughs> yeah well it, it just doesn't sound like like Japanese um, definition I heard, the Hindu definition I heard, so it's an interesting little nuance to note. It's part of the all, so alright. <laughs>